It's time for our halftime report, brought to you by United Community Bank on 97.5 Glory FM. Our United Community Bank customers have spoken, and we like what we hear. We're beyond grateful that United gave us the opportunity to build our new home. They're more than a bank. They're a trusted partner. United clearly listens and understands my goals. Doing the little things. That's how we've built award-winning customer service and trust, one customer at a time. United Community Bank, where the little things make a big difference. Visit UCBI.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 421841. The gas man at Mills Fuel Service is ready to take care of all of your propane gas needs. You can heat your water, dry your clothes, and cook your meals with clean, economical, dependable propane gas from Mills Fuel Service. Call 770-887-5235. 770-887-5235. And they have two great locations to serve you. They're in Cumming and in Dahlonega at Mills Fuel Service. Stringer Insurance congratulates the Lumpkin County football team for their historic season. Stringer Insurance offers a wide range of auto, personal, and business insurance services and plans. If you are unsure of your coverage needs, don't worry. They offer free consultation. They have two convenient locations to serve you in Dahlonega and Gainesville. Go to their website, stringerinsuranceagency.com. Providing dependable personal insurance since 1931, Stringer Insurance says... Go Indians! Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. And tonight's game being brought to you in part by Mills Fuel Service and by Insurance Company, our, our great friends. You know him down there. Yep, with Steve the, Stringer. Yep, mm-hmm. Steve Stringer, Stringer Insurance. We thank him for his sponsorship of Indians football this evening. Looking forward to seeing Steve at lunch next Monday, hopefully with a victory. Because if the Indians win, we're back here next Friday. Think about Joe playing football in December. That's pretty cool. Uh, literally and physically. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and that'd be, a, that'd be a great thing. I mean, it's already really good. You know, the uh, the youth program has come up. They won a couple of the Mountain Athletic Conference Super Bowls this year. Coach Webb's team, uh, kids play on that on one or two of those teams. So he's just building the program from the young guys on up. They started six years old and just come all the way up with them, and, and they've done a good job over the last couple of years building it. He's got a lot of seniors in this year's group, but I tell you what, they're playing, still playing well. Uh, as, Lake, as Gary did in the interview, they're moving the ball, but then they get kind of get bogged down after they get a first down or two. And uh, between Mason and Cal, they're kind of carrying. They had a big big uh, catch right there by uh, A.J. Scott a few minutes ago to continue the drive. They just got to put something together, and inside the 20, they got to go ahead and put it in the purple end zone down there and score a touchdown or two. Well, you mentioned also there was a pass completion by Mobley. Right now they're doing yep. their best to hook up with Evans and also, Matthews and Davenport and stop them from being open at all for Cal. Yeah, exactly. They've cut it, kind of cut off. You know, Nolan was a big guy last week with a couple of touchdowns. Luke Evans is, is kind of a go-to guy, averaging nearly 60 yards a game, receiving the ball. And, you know, they've kind of shut them out tonight. They threw, threw to him on the last two drives a lot, just couldn't get him to him. Good defense, though, by Savannah Christian to keep him from getting the football. 
Well, the Long Street Cafe FCA scoreboard here at halftime. Our score, Savannah Christian 21, Lumpkin County 6. The other bracket in this division has, uh, this bracket has Downing Columbus Carver leading Monroe area at halftime by a score of 18-7. to And if Carver wins, they would either come here or they would play host to Savannah Christian next week, one of the two. So I hope we got a long road trip for them coming up here next that, week. That, that's be nice they come on up here, that's for sure. Yeah, on the scoreboard here at the halftime, you got Mill Creek and Camden County tied at half. Camden had a long ride up to Mill Creek for that. Buford trails Grayson at the half, 13-7. to Commerce and Bryan County at the half tied at eight. North Oconee trails Benedictine 13, uh, 21-13, excuse me. Elbert County and Swainsboro knotted up at 14 at the half. Jefferson leads by two over Harris County, 14 to 12. Rayburn County getting shut out late in the second quarter, 17 to nothing. Uh, Prince Avenue, 13 to 7 over Irwin County. Wesleyan, 21 14 over Calvary Day, which would be a huge win for Wesleyan because Calvary Day is number one in the state. And that's the, the one lone region uh, loss that Savannah Christian has this year. Cockwood County, 18 to 14, as my screen changes. Um, and Wes was in that bracket, by the way, Joe, with Cedar Grove and Mary Persons. Yep. Uh, you said Gainesville was up uh, earlier, 17 to 7, I believe yes, you said. Yes, halftime. Yep. So they were, they're behind on that one because they got them at 14 to 7. So that's the updated scoreboard that I have. Yep. Again, we'll see uh, the other bracket here with, uh, you mentioned Wesleyan uh, leading their ball game with Calvary Day down in Savannah. And the other one had Mary Persons playing host to Cedar Grove and uh, two very good football teams. We saw Cedar Grove a few years ago, mm-hmm. and we saw what kind of football team they have. So you got eight teams oh, left, and any one of these eight teams win the state championship. Uh, yeah, when you get this far, anybody on any given night can, can pull up, set, win a game, whatever, and any of them are probably capable of going on and winning, Mike, and that's just uh, that's what uh, – the, the hometown fans, London County Indians, are hoping for tonight is for their purple guys in purple, the uh, purple and gold, to go in and win this game tonight. Yep, the band of gold performing down <laughs> here at halftime here at the Barrel Grounds at Cottrell Field. Now, again, the way the playoffs work next Friday will be the semifinals. And then because of some commitments there at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, they have changed the state championships to midweek games. Mm-hmm. And just to let you know, the state championship would be decided on a Wednesday afternoon at 1 o'clock for the Class AAA State Championship. Uh, was it coming up on the the 18th, I think it was, Joe, from that yeah. standpoint? Yeah, I think it's uh, – I'd have to go back and look, but I I think it's the week of the, the All-Star, the FCA All-Star game up here. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It, but the, the date was 13th, the 13th, day before. Yeah, that's right. The 13th. Correct. It was Wednesday the 13th is what it was because the FCA East-West All-Star game we'll have here on 97.5 Glory FM coming up on Thursday – December 14th from Lakeview Academy. We'll have that annual event for you right here to wrap up our coverage of high school football. Next week, our broadcast schedule on Monday night here in Dahlonega will be the ladies of North Georgia looking to win their fifth straight game as they'll play host to Catawba. 6 p.m. tip-off with the Nighthawk Sports Network with Craig Corbett and Lee Glenn. Then Tuesday night, Joe and I have high school basketball for you once again. We'll be at North Hall High School. Looking forward to seeing Jefferson take on North Hall there. And it should be a good ball game there from Lincoln Trail Court there at North Hall. Then next Friday, we'll have the action, either football here in Dahlonega or bring you high school basketball back at North Hall or North Oconee taking on North Hall. Either way, we're here with football or North Hall basketball coming up next Friday night. And lots of sports. As Mike has always said, we have more sports than any other station in North Georgia. And uh, 
I can promise you folks he is telling the truth on that because he keeps me hopping, that's for sure. Now, tomorrow we got college football one more time. Yep. Tomorrow at 1.30 it will be the Panther pregame show. Counting out the kickoff at the 2 p.m. kick in Norfolk, Virginia. Georgia State takes on Old Dominion, and the Panthers looking for their seventh win of the season. Tomorrow night, all eyes will be on Atlanta. There at Hyundai Field as it will be Georgia taking on Georgia Tech. And night game, a rare night game for those two teams. Well, a rare night game, and uh, been a long time since they played. Prime time at 7.30 on uh, Saturday night. The dogs go looking to go undefeated again, regular season-wise, going into the SEC championship against the, that dreaded Alabama team uh, from Tuscaloosa next weekend down at the Mercedes-Benz Field, trying to win the SEC championship and go on to the CFP playoffs. Looking for the 29th consecutive win with the ball game tomorrow night against Georgia Tech, which now is Bo Ellis for the first time in a long time. Congratulations yep. to them. But dogs looking for the SEC championship and then the Final Four and looking forward to another national championship. Here at halftime, it is Savannah Christian 21, Lumpkin County 6. We're back in two minutes more of the United Community Bank Halftime Show on 97.5 Glory FM. Our United Community Bank customers have spoken, and we like what we hear. We're beyond grateful that United gave us the opportunity to build our new home. They're more than a bank. They're a trusted partner. United clearly listens and understands my goals. Doing the little things. That's how we've built award-winning customer service and trust, one customer at a time. United Community Bank, where the little things make a big difference. Visit UCBI.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 421841. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Opportunities are often found in the most unexpected places. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. After 48 years in business, we've seen a lot of opportunities along with some pretty big challenges. Sometimes they're one and the same. If you have an opportunity for a new business partner or a current challenge in your office, turn to us at Duplicating Products. We'll do everything possible to deliver the best solution and an honest partnership. Call us at 770-532-9932 and see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. We're back here in Dahlonega Halftime. Joe and Mike with you here along with Gary Glenn. And, of course, back in our studios, producing the game as always, Nathan Laddie. And here at Halftime 21-6. I'd be curious to see what kind of adjustments they make here at Halftime, Joe. And it looks like... Dr. Primos may be working on a player. I hope not, but he was yep. right now he's not joining us. So go back to your old days of training because 
AGPG does us a great job of working out with, with people who have injuries, especially the black and blue clan on Monday mornings. Yeah, I'll, I'll say this right off. My, when I first started out as a trainer, folks, uh, was back in the, I joke about it, back in the dark ages, back in the 70s, and uh, basically it was uh, giving ice to, to uh, rolled ankles or, or, or a finger and then taping them together or taping up an ankle. And I, I was able to, fortunate enough to go to Georgia Tech for a couple of days and go to university for a couple of days and go to Clemson for a week. And uh, the, the well-known trainers at the, those back in those days at those schools learned a lot of tricks of the trade, if you will. Back then, Mike, it was mainly rolled ankles uh, or a knee, which a knee or something would happen. You didn't see as many, I don't think, as many ACLs as you do now. Um you know, you'd see a lot of elbow. We had shoulder injuries back then, depending on the sport. Uh, I did only did football one year, but I did basketball four years and baseball a couple of years. A lot of jam fingers, of course. And one thing that a lot of folks may not know that I learned as I went along in my training days, that the best thing for a pitcher uh, in, that rubs a blister uh, on his throwing hand is uh, pickle juice. Absolutely. And they'll, they'll, they'll drink the pickle juice and they'll stick their finger down in the pickle juice. And usually in about three days, it hardens enough over to where they can come back throwing. Uh, and a lot of folks, I, I probably know that by now, but pickle juice, I heard bananas are good. Um, I think bananas are just good overall uh, health-wise. But uh, rolled ankles was the biggest thing. I learned how to do the, the, the figure eight and the stirrup and all that stuff with the with the tra- taping of those things. I learned how to tape fingers well and turn the wrist. Uh, we had a lot of thumbs that we had to tape back in the day. Uh, wound up having to learn how to tape elbows for hyperextensions wow. uh, back in the day. But, you know, nowadays, you know, what Dr. Premium says joins the last two weeks here at halftime of our ball games. It's the scary thing is, buddy, mm-hmm. is the, the concussions you keep seeing. And exactly. anybody, you and I, as a weekend warrior, could do something, and then next thing you know, you've got a concussion, you, you go to NGPG on Monday morning. Well, you know, and the thing is, is, is you know, luckily, luckily now, and for the last several years, all these high schools have enough trainers or student trainers here to help diagnose those type things. And that's a blessing. Because you and Gary and I and Ron have seen a lot of guys go go down on the field and not come back, and you find out a little later, yeah, it was a concussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you, you, they've got to stay out there with the protocol. You basically got to stay out 10, 10 days to two weeks now before you can return. I believe it is, or maybe it's seven to ten days. Either way, you've got to be out a while. And, and you know as well as I do, back in your playing days and what would have been mine, you took a thump on the head if you were able to go back in. You went in. Listen, I, I broke two helmets, and I, I said my entire senior season when I played, I don't play my senior season, yep. I had, like, migraines the entire time playing football mm-hmm. where the fluorescent lights would just kill me from that standpoint. And it either, either had to be a concussion lingering or yep. – and it still scares me this day as old as I am now. So, you know, what did I do back in that day? You know? Right, right. Well, it, you know, luckily, you know, you're, you're still up and, up and hobbling around and doing your thing. Uh Good, the graces of the Lord, and I am too. Luckily, I never – I put on a helmet one time and played in a little pickup game that we set up with a bunch of guys, and luckily I didn't hit my head with anybody, so I did pretty good that day. I came out, body was sore, but that's about it. The uh, These guys now, you have to take such precautions with helmets, shoulder pads, bad. I was talking with, with uh, a friend of ours earlier tonight about these guys wearing their, their, uh, their uh, pads. Well, you and I have always seen them with a knee pad across the knee. Uh-huh. And that's still the rule. But gradually between the pros and now college, now these high schoolers have, they don't even have the knee pad in, and they have the, the leg, the elastic up around the top of the knee. 
And uh, to me, that's dangerous, but that's just kind of the style now. Mm-hmm. So that's what everybody's doing. And I'm just like, I don't care if it's a style or not. I believe I'm going to have that protection down there, you know. So Absolutely. I know it gives you more freedom as far as moving your legs and running and whatnot, but still kind of dangerous if you hit just the right way. Well, I go back even to high ankle springs. You know, to oh, me, yeah. that could be a part of it also there. And we saw, again, Dr. Green was talking about what Brock Bowers went through, for example, and really exactly. what, what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, you go, he got, I think he, the Brock's thing was got tackled, way he got tackled, and ankle got kind of turned up under or rolled over or whatever, and, and he was able to uh, to get back in, in, what, a couple, three weeks um, with all the training helping the medical staff down at the university, and, and he's back out there. I think he kind of tweaked uh, tweaked it a little again the other day, but they said he should be all right for tomorrow. And, uh, you know, these guys nowadays, it's uh, it's amazing how quickly they can come back from some injuries. And, uh, well, with that, you can always go to NGPG, all different locations. They are all around North Georgia. And you can go, they've got one here in Dahlonega, and you can mm-hmm. go all over the area there on Monday mornings with a black and blue clint. No re- uh, reservation, that's no appointments, I should say. And you just walk in, and they'll treat you right there at NGPG. Yeah, they just go in and, and, and what's your ailment today, Joe? Well, uh, I just can't hardly walk, Doc, and they help you out, that's for sure. <laughs> we got much more for you here at halftime. It is Savannah Christian 21. Lumpkin County 6 with back and more. The United Community Halftime Report on 97.5 Glory FM. Our United Community Bank customers have spoken, and we like what we hear. We're beyond grateful that United gave us the opportunity to build our new home. They're more than a bank. They're a trusted partner. United clearly listens and understands my goals. Doing the little things. That's how we've built award-winning customer service and trust, one customer at a time. United Community Bank, where the little things make a big difference. Visit UCBI.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 421841. Hey, it's Coach Mark Richt here. Everyone knows defense wins championships. And if you're not using EMC security to defend your home and family, you need to step up your game. They're who I use for home security and cameras, and you should too. I've scouted them all, and there's no better choice. With EMC Security's no contract and local service, they are a clear number one. So give them a call or visit them online at emcsecurity.com. That's emcsecurity.com. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. We're back here at halftime, and Dr. Primos did make it here. We were talking about you, sir, just a few moments ago, about the great work y'all do at NGPG. So you've been busy here at halftime? Yes, I have. I've been seeing some injuries. All right, so can you tell us just the type of injury, not the individual, but the type of injury you're seeing? Um, some, a couple of bruises, finger injuries, things like that. Nothing severe. Tell, tell us about the treatment of, of a finger injury. Joe was telling us about what he do. Like just, just tape them up or how you treat those, sir? Well, just a plain old jammed finger, you would probably just tape it to the neck, to the finger next to it. But then if you think it, you evaluate it and see if you think it might be fractured. And if it is, they need to get an x-ray for that. So they're able to probably play here in the second half, you think? If you tape it up and it's not deformed, not um, severely malformed, you could probably play with it. 
Yeah. So you mentioned bruises, for example. I, I go into your office there on Monday morning, for example, the black and blue clean, and the black and blue, what it is from that standpoint. When, when you see it's more more uh, severe than just a bruise, it may be a, a deep bruise, that kind of thing for an injury. Yeah, for like a, a severe deep bruise, you might need some some therapy. Just resting it, let it let maybe get some therapy to help the motion get back. So we've talked about before, we've talked about the different injuries that you, you see on a regular basis, especially in the ball games, but also there on, on Monday mornings at your offices with the NGPG. And we were, we were talking about before is that these guys hit so hard, and we're seeing you know, weekend warriors, that kind of thing. Still, the scary thing is it's concussions, isn't it? Right. Very, that's very scary. And we've talked about there, there's, there's a certain protocol that you know, we're here on the weekends. If something does get happy, you say you get your bell run. There's certain protocol that people should take, right? Right. When the, when someone is first gets first gets injured, gets a head injury during the game, we would evaluate them right then and see how their mental status is. Evaluate their neurological exam, check their eyes, check their nerves, check their balance, things like that. And by evaluating that, we see how how severe it is at the moment. It's amazing as large as these players are nowadays. They're 16, 17, 18 years old, and you see how quick they are, that kind of thing, and then. The, they're just going at it headstrong. You can get, you can see an injury before you know it. Right. Yes. So you go to your offices. Tell everybody again about, about your offices, where you're located. So we have several offices. The one closest to here in Dahlonega would be over on um, in Dawsonville on Med Plaza 400 on 400 Highway. Um, and we're actually building a brand-new office right next door to that. So we're about to expand into a, a brand-new building. I heard about building that, yes. Right there on 400. And still looking forward to the new NGPG Olympian being built here. Yeah, the hospital. That's going to be a big thing, too. Right. All right, so we'll send them your way coming up on Monday mornings, the Black and Blue Clinic. Dr. Primos, thank yes. you very much. We'll get a window now, okay? Thank you. Appreciate it very much. Dr. Primos of NGPG joins here. We're back with the kickoff of the second half in one minute here on 97.5 Glory FM. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. This has been the United Community Bank Halftime Report on 97.5 Glory FM. The second half kickoff is coming up next. We've seen many trends come and go over the years. So usually tried and true is the best. And that means steel from Autry's Ace this Christmas. Steel produces the number one selling chainsaw and a full line of outdoor power tools from blowers, trimmers, brush cutters, and construction tools. You can trust steel to get the job done. A steel chainsaw, trimmer, or blower is the perfect gift to give or to keep. Come by and see our full tried and true line of steel products today at Autry's Ace Hardware, Thompson Bridge Road in Gainesville. The gas man at Mills Fuel Service is ready to take care of all of your propane gas needs. You can heat your water, dry your clothes, and cook your meals with clean, economical, dependable propane gas from Mills Fuel Service. Call 770-887-5235. 770-887-5235. And they have two great locations to serve you. They're in Cumming and in Dahlonega at Mills Fuel Service. You know, Joe, get ready for the second half. This is just so reminiscent of the run that the Lumpkin County girls basketball team had in the state playoffs, isn't it? Yeah, it is. They they had a fantastic run, you know, two two years in a row. Uh, and just ran into a really tough team last year in the championship game. But they've uh, the the football team here, if, if they can if they can come out and score a touchdown, and then they need seven on this first drive and cut it down to eight. 
and uh, and stop them. and stop them, and then come down and do something like that. They give them a little momentum. If they can score, that'll give them a lot of momentum, in my opinion. But uh, like Gary and I were chatting there while you were talking to Dr. Primos, that the thing is, is the speed that Savannah Christian has, you can't coach it, and sometimes unless you've got the same speed, it's hard to defend. And, uh, they, they beat Morgan County last week. Was it thirty-three to ten? I think it was. Yep. Before that, that four overtime game with, with Peach County had to be something. Well, well, and we were. I was talking to the, the, the video uh, young lady. That does a video for Savannah Christian. Talking to her before the game. She's here beside me on uh-huh. the left, and she said that, that in the regulation in that overtime game it was twenty to twenty, and it wound up being what like forty-eight to forty-five was the yep. final in four overtimes. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, one of those like the White County game that Lucky had earlier this year for sure. Lumpkin will receive the opening kickoff here in the second half. You'll have Cheatham kicking off for Savannah Christian. Davenport is back to receive. He's back deep. Along with Nolan Matthews. Up backs will be Evans and Sullins. Davenport and Matthews back at the 10 and the 9, respectfully, or respectively. Start the third quarter, 21-3. Savannah Christian with the lead. The winner advances on to the final four. The loser will see a good season come to an end. Well, this is the most important drive of the game. High end over end kick. It's going to come down to Harper on the far side, the 20, the 25. He's going to be tackled from the side around the 27-yard line. And, yes, Gary, I agree with you. This is the most important drive of the game for the Indians. They need to come down and put seven on the board. Isaiah Redmond on the stop. Yeah, you've really got to do something with this drive. I mean, Coach Webb was semi-upbeat when he said, well, you know, we've cut it to to two scores, which is right. But if if you don't do something with this drive and they come down and do something to you, your confidence is going to go into the cellar. Yep. First down. Really got to do something. Ball's on the 27. Two wide outs. One guy has a slot kind of on the far side, up close to the end. Got Walker Scott Sullins beside his quarterback. Sullins gets the handle. Hole! Oh, at the 30, down to the 35, up to the 39. Big hole that time behind Lane McComan, Will Souls on the far side to get an opening and get about 12 yards out to the 38-yard line, first and 10 for the Indians. And Busey had to make the stop in the secondary. That's what you need right off the bat. Now just keep it up. Yep. <coughs> and the shotgun, Faulkner to Sullen. Sullen's trying to get through. He got across the 40 and got pushed back. They're going to spot him to the 41 is where the guy on this side spotting it at. So they're going to say to the 41, and it'll be give him uh, one, two, three yards. It'll be second down, seven yards to go. Redmond and Miles on the stop that time. We've called their name before. They've been very active for the Raiders on defense here. Mm-hmm. Well, here you go, average three to four yards a carry. Matthews on this side. Evans on the other. Faulkner stands up along the rest of the team, looks over the line, just kind of rolls around and looks, swivels their hips. <clears throat> Mason Sullins on the right hand of his quarterback. Throws it in a hurry, complete barely down to the 45, really quick pitch out there to Noah Matthews. He caught it, had to kind of come back. It was behind him, and he was able to come back and get it. It's going to be third and short, third and three now for the first down. Yeah, Wall dove for the pick that time, didn't get it. It's third and three for the Indians. It was complete by the Indians that time, but it still brings up third and a good solid three. 
Ball on the near hash mark. Two wideouts. Hand off to Mason. Mason picking a hole. He's got the first down. Down to the 50. Big run that time. He got 55 yards. Bobby Mason Sullins down to the 50. Jiller mixing up running pass right now. You can see that was going to either be with Mason or it was going to be with Cal, one of the two. Well, and you got to mix it up, I think, Gary, to, to, to kind of keep them on their heels a little bit. Yeah, LaDamian guiding in on the big guy on that last stop. But I like this. I like the intensity that the Indians are displaying on this drive. Two wide outs, a slot. One running back, that's Sullins. Sullins fake. While Faulkner pass completed to 40, down to the 38. First down, that's number five, Luke Evans. Luke Evans. He's as accurate as anybody there is sort of football. Luke, just a little little in route right there with slant coming back in towards him. He got out 10 yards, caught it, and got down to the 38. First and 10 Indians. Yeah, Cal's first year, sorry, Gary, first year as a quarterback here, and the poise he has shown is phenomenal. Hands off to Mason. Mason picks his hole to the 35, down to the 33. Right. Right now, the Raiders are rocked back on their heels a little bit. Miles again on the stop that time. Like I said before, Cal is really, really good on those quick hitters across the middle. But, Gary, look what the offensive line's doing right now. Where he's had trouble, guys, is when he drops back into the pocket and the pocket collapses and he's got to start running. Much better if he can stand there and sling it. Picked up uh, right at seven on that second down three. Hands off to the another, another running back this time. That's number 22 in the game. Uh, Will, Will Wood. Will, Will carried it and got about a yard, maybe to the 31. Well, obviously yeah. they're trying to give Sullins a breather that time, and he might have picked up a yard. I don't know, but they hit him immediately, and there was a whole crowd of white shirts around him. Mason comes right back in, came out. Maybe they got him, had him a swig of water and a little boost of energy and ready to go now. In my day, I would have took some lime green Powerade and been ready to go, Gate, ladies and gentlemen. Third down in about three. It's a short one, though. And off to Mason. Mason trying to come this side. Not going to happen. One of the defensive end comes around and knocks him down. That was number nine. And on the tackle, David Boosie that time, a linebacker, I believe. Boosie at 6'1", 195. Good size that time. Read it well. Had him a little bit. That was a semi-blitz that time, guys. He was shooting a hole and happened to keep Mason in the backfield. Knocked him back a couple of yards. You heard heard Dr. Primo start working on injuries, bruises, and fingers. Fourth down. Knocked him back three. Is fourth and about six. Looking to pass, got a hurry. Over to Sullins, a little swing pass. They got him from behind. Sullins with the first down, 25, 20, 15, the flag. 10 down inside the 10 to the 7, a flag back in the 22. That was a great job by Mason Sullins, who had to elevate. And he went up so high, you could see his belly on those little cutoff jerseys. But he snatched it down out of the air, took off with it. But this looks like it might be coming back. I don't know. I don't know. But for the spot of the foul, though, how much will we pick up here? Let's see what the white hat does. He trots back over to this side. I like this. Like I said a minute ago, they come all the way back over here to let us know. We've got a sideline warning on Savannah Christian. How about that? That's all, that's all it was. Wow. That's all it was. How about that? White counts. All right. The, the referees and the chain crew, they're all wearing striped shirts tonight. They say, come on down. This is huge. Yep. He's right there and knocks him down with a penalty, knocks him down to the seven-yard line. First and goal. First time I think we've been able to say that for the Indians tonight, boys. 8-13 in the quarter. I think you're right. Last time, close enough for first and goal. A.J. Scott comes back out on the field as an end or a receiver. 
Give it to Mason. Cow keeps it. Cow down to the drives, drives, drives. They're pushing him from behind. He gets to the five, and that's it. That's it. I tell you. Ooh, he twisted an ankle or something, boys. It comes up hobbling. That big number, 95, Elijah Griffin at 6'6", 285. He just stood in the middle of that line with all the rest of his compatriots there and just made a wall at the five, and they wasn't going nowhere after they hit the five. Cal is, Cal is struggling right this second, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, What happens hopping. when he's taking it, he's taking it yourself right there. He's trying to take as so much time here. 16 on the play clock. He comes out, or it comes in. Flip-flopping around. Five. Mason's over-checking on him. Nine on the play clock. Seven, six, five. He gets it. Throws it in a hurry, or tries to. Throws it late. Touchdown! Touchdown! In the back of the end zone. Who caught that one? I'm guessing Harper. Yep. Nolan Matthews caught it right there in the, on the A. Yeah, and he, and he caught it sitting down. Yes, he did. He was sitting down, and he caught that ball. Cal went up, kind of faked it, and then waited, and Nolan drifted over, got open, and boom, he threw a rocket in there to him, and Nolan caught it. And he did it on a gippy leg. Now they're going to go for two. Going for two, two backs, one on either side of him. One of them is Nolan. Looking to pass. He rolls out to the near side. He's got to throw it. He does. He's got Mason over here to five. Good. They got the two-point conversion. 21 to 14 with 718 in the quarter. And we're back with more in one minute live with Lonega. This is Lumpkin County Playoff Football on 97.5 Glory FM. Stringer Insurance congratulates the Lumpkin County football team for their historic season. Stringer Insurance offers a wide range of auto, personal, and business insurance services and plans. If you are unsure of your coverage needs, don't worry. They offer free consultation. They have two convenient locations to serve you in Dahlonega and Gainesville. Go to their website, stringerinsuranceagency.com. Providing dependable personal insurance since 1931, Stringer Insurance says... Go Indians! Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. A backyard play to Harper Davenport. His head goes to Noah Matthews. Nieto's high kick comes down to Smalls. Coming over to this side to 30, the 35. He runs out of bounds at the 37. He caught it on the far side around the 20. And he's able to make it to the far side of the field over here around the 33 is where they'll mark him out. But Joe, how big was that two-point PAT? Oh, that two-point conversion, guys, was huge right there. And a great fake in the middle. The two, the three guys collapsed on him and were chasing him. And Mason just released to the near side, was wide open, caught it around the eight, yeah. turned around and clear sailing for the two-point conversion. And Faulkner did that one on the run. Yes, and sir. don't forget, on both of those passes, for the six and for the two, he was doing it on a gimpy leg. Yes, he was. Now, now you got to an answer here. Now you've got to have a defensive stand here. You can't let these guys come back down and get another touchdown. First down at the 38. They hand off to Smalls. Smalls is stopped in the backfield. Huge defensive play by three purple jerseys. One of those guys 
looked to be number 42, if I'm not mistaken, Connor Bagley. Yep. And Joe, go back to two point PAT. If they had missed it, you're still down by two scores. Yep. They got now, you're down by one. Now you're yeah. down one. Gerald Walker in there. Walker, one of the fastest players on the field. He may be running back for the Indians next year. Second down, 11 yards to go. Balls on the 37. Raiders, hands off to the up back. He's going to get across the 40. A little open field at the 45, the 40, 50, 45, 40. And Smalls, instead of trying to get more gear, he just he knows he's got the first down. He's running out of bounds. Smart play. Did throw it to 42, or excuse me, the 37 well, of the Indians. You've already said it. You, you can't coach it. You can coach them to be a little, but speed is there, and yep. it's, it's a God-given gift. You can work at it, get better at it, but that initial speed is there, and that's just something right now that the Indians are having to contend with. Going the other way to Wall this time, a little trap play on the other side. Wall open at the 20, the 15. they got to run him out of bounds down around the 12. Wall run out of bounds on the far side by Andrew Ross. Well, they're doing the smart thing. They're attacking the edges. Yep, yep. And they, the edges is, is what's hurt the Indians tonight. They were contained pretty good inside. They did early on the first drive on the edges really well, and now it's tough on them. Well, they trouble containing. One the Smalls again across the five into the end zone for the touchdown. Exactly what you did not want to happen. I don't know. I'm going to ignore that right there. Well, they answered, and it didn't take them long, did it? No, it didn't. didn't take them long at all. And that little gesture at the end by Small should have a flag, and, but uh, that didn't happen. On to attempt the extra point for the Raiders. So, attempt the extra point to go up two scores. As you now they run a guy on late as a blocking back, Ethan Bird, to attempt the extra point. 6-16 in the quarter. The snap hole. The kick is up and is good. 28-14 with 6-16 remaining in the third. And back on high school football in one minute on 97.5 Glory FM. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Change can be bad or change can be good. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. In serving Northeast Georgia for more than 48 years, we've learned that while change is inevitable, it also brings opportunity. Just look at the bad changes of the pandemic that helped lead to improved technology and innovation. Let Duplicating Products help you find the opportunity in the changes that may affect your business. Give us a call at 770-532-9932 and see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. Again, it's punch, counter punch. Hey, got an answer. Got an answer again. You had a really good-looking drive that first. You had a little help on that one penalty, but a nice-looking drive. Indians need to answer right back and make it 28-21. If they can, it's 28-14 now. They need to come right back down the field. That last one took a minute and two seconds off the game clock. It it was so fast, I didn't even have time to get my rosters around where I could help you out with the defense, Joe. Run, run, run. No worries. Boom. Cheatham will kick it off again. Back deep. Sullins at Davenport. uh, Davenport and uh, Matthews. Matthews, excuse me. Thank you. Sullins is back there. 
and he's standing around the 22 or 23. Cheatham will kick it from the 40. The left footer will come down. Sullins will take it at the 27 to the 30, the 35, up to about the 37. Oh, he bounced off the guy up to the, about the 40. Good field position for the Indians all the way up to about the 40. Maybe, maybe the 41 is where they're going to mark it at. Score from College Park, it is now Gainesville 17, Woodward Academy 10. Tied in Bryan County with Comer 16 all between the Tigers and the Redskins. Uh, Elbert County over Swainsboro by two in the fourth quarter, 28-26. Um, Jefferson up by nine, 21-12 over Harris County. Yeah, Mason Sullins is so strong. He gets up ahead of steam. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you hit him. Five yards before that he goes down, he's going to get that five yards. Snap to Faulkner, hands it off to Sullen. Sullen's bust flag. through on this side. He got a flag. Yeah, side judge just threw one right here. Look at the he got 39. Got on the far side, on the far side over there, too. With a flag on the play. Maybe five yarder. Somebody, both of the side judges threw a flag, so they must have seen the same thing. Out to the, got out to the 42, so he picked up uh, only two or three yards, maybe two. And I think yeah. it's going to be. As they're talking, yeah, the illegal procedure on the Indians, and it'll come back. Five yarder will be first down and 15 now from the previous spot, so it'll be at the 36 yard line. Both get right across midfield of the 49. I don't know if you see that very often. Both of the flags on the sides were on exa- almost the exact same yard line. <laughs> don't see that a lot, that's for sure. Now they come up, you've got two wideouts. Walker Scott kind of in a slot again. Sullins to the left of his quarterback, Cal Faulkner. Nola Matthews on one side, Luke Evans on the other. They take a long, hard look. Play clock at 12. Play clock at 10 and running. Cal takes it, hands off to Mason. Mason picking a hole, pushing his guy in the back. Get up to the 39. So he picked up three. It'll be second down and about 12 from the 39. They've got to get 12 yards now to get the first down. 527 in the quarter. Indians down two touchdowns. Need to come back and score. That'll make it man's we get about third and three, that kind of thing. You only that one out. Stands up looking to throw, throws a bullet in the middle, complete! Right there to number six, Nolan Matthews. Down to the 39 on the other side of the field. Matthews broke open. Had a bloke. The guys were coming in from the side. Cal just faked one and then threw a bullet right down to Nolan Matthews. Caught it around the 40 and got to the 36 before being tackled. Well, he also fielded another low snap. My nephew, Darren, who had coached this bunch, noticed that they're really attacking the center. Yeah. Good snap. Hands off to Mason. Mason. Cuts the other direction to 30. Switches hands and run out of bounds at about the 27-yard line. I noticed that the chain guy over there dropped it and got out of the way in a hurry like you're supposed to. Uh, well, I can give him, I can coach him on that. <laughs> oh, mercy. I've seen a lot of chain crews get run over in the past. I know they got to get out of the way. That's for doggone sure. I just try to put people between me and the, and there the you ball go. carrier. A.J. Scott comes in for... Michael Nichols now, second down, two yards to go, 4.53 in the quarter. Well, this is a down you might you might want to try to do something on it because you only got two yards to go. Yep. Mason stands beside. Mason's going to have the first down across the 25 down to the 20. Yes, sir. He got seven big yards right there and got the first down. 
So, Gary, what you were saying, what he needed to try and do something, he did what he needed to do, right? Yeah, he did, and I think maybe maybe Fanta was expecting a pass or something on that. Instead, they went back to Mason, and you just had Miles have to grab him around the ankles, and he still got the first down. First down at the 20, or just a tad outside of the 20 now. Two wide outs, a slack. Going to fake, stand it, throw up a lob in the middle. Holy moly, what is it? Touchdown! Touchdown, Indians! Holy cow! Luke Evans catches it right between the A and the Indian Indians for the touchdown. Oh, and he was well covered. That jump ball. Yeah. You didn't know who came down with him, but Evans wrestled it away from the defender for the 20-yard pass. Everybody was holding their breath. That's why I was hesitating, guys, because I was waiting on that back judge who was probably five yards from him to see if he goes up or his rules are incomplete, and he went up late. But it's complete, and the Indians have cut it to eight. The extra point by Will Staples attempt would cut it to a touchdown. 4-23, Staples. The snap, the hole, the kick is up, and it is. It's the upright and goes through 28-21. Oh, we're back in one minute more here for Dahlonega. You're tuned to Lumpkin County Playoff Football on 97.5 Glory FM. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Hey, it's Coach Mark Richt here. Everyone knows defense wins championships. And if you're not using EMC security to defend your home and family, you need to step up your game. They're who I use for home security and cameras, and you should too. I've scouted them all, and there's no better choice. With EMC Security's no contract and local service, they are a clear number one. So give them a call or visit them online at emcsecurity.com. That's emcsecurity.com. Well, guys, the Indians are two for two here in the second half. Yep, need to keep it up. Need to get, need a stop on this one. Well, that would really, really turn the energy around yeah, you in this got, place. You, sooner or later, you got to have a stop. How about guys. turnover? Sooner or later, you turnover would be great too. Turnover stop. Well, that's kind of a stop. Yep, <laughs> Nieto comes up. Tommy's leather, a big line drive kick, going to drive him back to about the five. Comes out to the 10, the 15, the 20, pursued by purple jerseys. Hit him right at the 25, drives him back, and knocked down at the 20. Great coverage that time by Jackson Bell on the kick coverage team, number 26. And Caught him and held worst. him up. Pardon me, that is their worst starting position. On the special teams by number 26. Jacksonville. Ball will be placed at the 22, maybe, yeah, 23. Keep Quit walking out there, Keep guys. walking at 25. Yeah, that's all I see. Started at the 22 and eased out to the 25. So first and 10, as Mike said, the, the worst starting position for the Raiders tonight. First and 10 at the 25. Up under center is Thomas. One wide out, hands to the up back. That's small. Smalls is going to get two, maybe three, out to the 28 or 29. Second down. I thought I just detected some extracurricular now, but I think it's just people stumbling around. There were, there were so many of them jammed up in there. He went right up the middle. I mean, the big back went right up the middle and still picked up almost four yards. Yep. Maybe call it three. Give him three. Second down, seven. One guy split out wide to this side. That's going to be 28, Carson Taylor. 
Now they got an end around coming to this side this time, and he cuts inside the 35, brought down at about the 39. He got the first down. That was number six, Jamari McAvoy. And that was, a, that was a bounce off of Andrew Ross, number 10. And that's, again, that counter, that counter trap. Well, Joe, watch it. When The quarterback will turn around, and he's gone under center most of the night tonight, which is something you don't see very often these days. He starts one way, and then around, does a 360 and hands it off. Another man in motion, hands to the up, back up, back stopped immediately for no gain at all right there. They tried to fool the purple machine there in the front and didn't happen. Second down and 10 now is stopping for no gain at the 40. Joe, not been that successful first down play. His second, third down, they've been really successful. Mm-hmm. Well, that was big Connor Grelick at bowed up that time and stopped him for no gain. All right, one guy out wide, everybody out in tight. They're going to hand it off on the far side, number 11. They try to go low. They kind of trip him, but no, he gets loose across the 50 to the 45. He knocked down at about the 43. Well, Mike, you called it. First down, they stop him. Then second down, they attack the edge again. It's been their pattern. The first down ball is at the 43-yard line. The umpire tosses it to the White Hat, who will place the ball down. Usually don't see that happen, but the White Hat was over to help him out. First down and 10, 247 left here in the third quarter. One touchdown advantage for the Raiders. First and 10 Raiders. To get a stop or a turnover right here would be wonderful for the Indians. One wide out to the near side. How about snap? They're going to hand off to the running back. Running back's going to bounce off a guy. A flag comes in late. From the referee, from the umpire, or the white hat, excuse me. And number four, Smalls, gets out to the 439, but a flag behind I think that would maybe a hold or a block in the back. Let's see. (laughs) They they did not go into center that time. And it's going to be a hold. Yep. Going to be holding on the Raiders. And that ball will come back from the spot. That'll make it first down in about 15 this, no, first and twenty. This is what you hold. What you hope here, guys, that this is it's a momentum killer. Yep. First down and twenty now. Exactly. We want the old mo to switch the other way back to the purple side. Really nice crowd on hand tonight. I think I mentioned earlier. It may be the maybe the biggest crowd we've full. seen. Yeah, about four sections full for the home standing crowd Indians tonight. And I think they brought a, a couple of busloads up from Savannah too. Mm-hmm. They got a decent crowd down on the far end down there. This time is reverse coming over to this side, and they're going to stop him at the 49-yard line. The ball, the ball came out. The Indians got it. That's number 10. They came up with the football, Andrew Ross at the 50. How about that, ladies and gentlemen? Wow. Talk about a huge play. We've been calling for it, Gary, and Andrew was able to take it away. And you could see the ball starting to come out as he was going down. So it definitely was not down, definitely was a fumble. And you saw number 10, Andrew Ross, come up with that ball. It was said we needed a turnover, didn't we? Yep. Right at midfield. Right just the nose of the football or the the tail of the football, if you will, is touching the 50. So they're just on the other side of the 50. Four wideouts, three on the far side. Sullins to the right of his quarterback. Sullins catches the – oh, he dropped it. He dropped it. That was a – they got – yeah, that's a – that's a um, – uh, that They're going to call that a pass. Yeah. That was very close was, to being a lateral. Exactly. That's, that's what I thought the white hat was waiting on, but he flopped his hands out there incomplete. Uh, the last time that the 
Raiders had a turnover back in the first half, the interception the Indians scored. Need to score here. Yep, need to come down and score right here. Second down and 10. Now they're trying a little little flare pass out to Sullins. And kind of behind Mason, he couldn't catch it. Yeah, you saw Big Melton pick that thing up. He had dreams of scoring. And off to Mason. Mason across the 50, down to the 45, the 43. Finally brought down to the 42. Big Mason doing all he can for his Indians. They got, uh, gave him right at eight. Second and two, third and two, excuse me. You saw number one, Jaden Miles, have Mason around the waist and dig it in heels to try to bring him down. Yep, third and two now, two wide outs. Faulkner to Sullins. Sullins, first down, 25, 35, down to the 30, got a block, 20, down to the 18, knocked down to the 18. Big hole right there on the far side. Lane McComan, Will Sold, Matthew Reese. Jacob Garmany and Trenton Brooks are doing the damage for the Indians up front. Noah Stone, Noah Stone and a couple of the, the white shirts over there on Sullins, but he had up ahead of steam. He may not have the sheer speed, but he's got the tenacity and the grit. First down at the 20, handoff to Mason again. Mason trying to get away. He does. Spins at the 20 at the 15 and knocked down at the 16. Figure three. Yep, going to give him to the 16, about three, they'll stay. Second down, seven. They can get down right inside the 10 for a first down. 51 seconds. They can take their time right here. They don't have to be in a hurry. What's a pass? Faulkner with two wideouts, one on either side. Evans, Matthews, Sullins behind him, gives it to Sullins. Sullins trying to power across the 15. Right at the 15, well, and that's where it'll be. That one didn't fool anybody. They just nope. went with a straight dive play right off the tackle, and about four or five of the white shirts were right there and met him head up. So final score in Columbus, Carver 18, Monroe area 14. How about that? Third down. About five and a half to go for the first down. They may or may not get this off this quarter. Five, four, they don't have to be in a hurry is the main thing. He snaps it, gets it off with one second. Hand off to Mason. Mason spins at the eight. Down to about the, or not the eight, but about, spun at the 15. Got down to about the 13, excuse me. He didn't have anybody on him when he finally hit the turf. They're going to say where his knee hit. That'll be the end of the quarter right there. And we're back in the fourth and final quarter in one minute. Here on 97.5 Glory FM. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. All Grillmasters know that flavor is the most important thing. And that's why all of us at Autry's know that Traeger is the number one selling wood-fired grill in the world. They certainly are. The original Traeger was invented over 30 years ago in Mount Angel, Oregon, and they've been perfecting the art of wood-fire cooking ever since. It's the wood pellets. That's what gives the amazing flavor. And that's why we carry such a variety. Surprise someone special with the world's best-selling grill from Traeger this year. We'll help you find the Traeger that's right for you at Autry's Ace Hardware, Thompson Bridge Road in Gainesville. That's what I'm saying. And he's right here at the net. And we're, we're getting your back, buddy. So we start the fourth and final quarter here from Dahlonega. Fourth down, 
Decision time for the Indians. Staples still on the sideline, I believe. Yep, because there comes Mason Sullins, Cal Faulkner. The rest of the offense, fourth down, about three and a half. They got to get down inside the 10 for the first down. Full wideouts for the Indians. See if they go a hard count. Trying to get them. It's 21 on the play clock. They did. They clapped and then didn't snap it. So one of the defenders. He come back. He throws it in a hurry. Makes him sullen. He's hit immediately. Ooh, that hurt. Racked him hard at the 18. As soon as he got off the football, a guy keyed on him, knocked him down at the 17. Boy, Jaden Mile hit him right in the lower back. Yes. He's either. Bent him backwards, didn't he? Yeah, bent him him backwards. He's either not going to have to see his chiropractor on Monday or he's going to have to go see one. Yeah, for sure. Snap. I don't know. That was a little. hmm, I don't know about that one. Who knows? Either way. It's still a touchdown lead. Well, and, and here's the thing now. You just got to stop them. Yep, you got to stop them. Well, and I said they st- They proved they could stop them. Well, they proved they could stop them with a turnover. Yep. They need to They need to get a good, solid stop this time. Worst field position in that for the Raiders. First and 10 from their own 17-yard line. Thomas under center. Goes to 11. Henry on the far side. Henry Kendry Wall trying to get out there, and he gets old. Wow, he's got close to the first down. I believe he got it down to the 22 or maybe the 23. They're just eating them alive with yeah. that little, that little counter. That little counter is really killing them. They got 10 yards on that one right there. He goes off the far side behind Lewis and Gross and I bet gets you, the first down. I bet you could have said that five or six times tonight, Joe. Mm-hmm. Will Wood ten, made the 10 tackle. yards on that counter. Will Wood on the stop, 11-38 in the quarter. One wide out. Two guys kind of in slot. One of them's in motion. This McIvory, the flag on the play. It's going to be a illegal motion. Procedure. Yeah, a little procedure. Pushing back five. Pushing back. Pushing back, pushing back, way back as the old cheer goes. First and 15. Now ball will come back to the 27-yard line. Or 22, excuse me, 22-yard line. Ball is on the 27 was. Now it's on the 22, first and 15 for the Raiders. You know, when you, do that, when you do that trap, Joe, it doesn't hurt that you got Jordan Dillian over there at 6'3", 295. Yep. Big old boy up there to help block. Hand off to the up back, Small. Small's got a hold down to the 30, runs over a guy down to about the 33. And, and I just noticed, Dillian, look, look where he is. He's not just a big guy that stands there. He yeah. was down the field blocking for his back that time. At 295 pounds. Yeah, big 72. Yep. He got uh, with a five. He got about uh, five and eight, 13. So a second down, about 12. Second down, about four now. Little Smalls again across the 40 down to the 41. First down for the Raiders. 10:46 in the quarter. Those Smalls on the carry. 28, 21. Raiders trail by a touchdown. Ball is just sitting on the 40-yard line. I don't know the way he's been running tonight. Zoe Smalls, Zoe may be short for Zoom. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. First down 10. The offense looks over to their coaching staff, gets the play. Taylor, Carson Taylor goes to the wide out on the far side, ball on the far hash mark. One man in motion going to hand to that man. That's McIvory. Mike Ivory, tackle from behind. For about a one, the ball, I thought I started to say the ball got loose, but that was just a man that was running up there for the tackle. And uh, he knocked down, only got about a yard on the carry. It'd be second down and nine for the Raiders. 
10 minutes, 8 seconds left in the quarter. We are at the 10-minute mark right now, left in regulation. From the Bear Grounds at the, the trail field. That's right here's your biggest play. Second down. Smalls, one man in motion. Hand off to Smalls. Smalls trying to find a hole. Nothing going to happen. Maybe a yard. Flag comes in from behind. Let's see what the flag is. Tackle play by number 55, Connor Grealick. We do have a flag on the play. Depends on what it is, whether you take the play right. or the penalty. If it's a big one, you may want to back them up. If not, you may want to take the down. Face mask on the defense. Uh, oh. Face mask against the oh, that's a killer. Ah. Wow. Coach Webb asking the side judge over here which one did it. So he would know, is it a five-yarder or a ten-yarder? Looks like it's going to be five. That's good because it's still short of the first down and it's second down. Yeah, the, the, the thing about that, the down goes over. So. Yep, second down in three now. Ball's at the 47. They have to get just a tad across the 50 for the first down. Hunker down, guys. 28-21. Everybody up, one man out wide. Send a man in motion. Going to handle that man in motion. That's McIvory. He's got the first down across the 50. Down to about the 47. Boy, they start on one side. They do that sweep to the other, and they hit that edge so fast. It's just hard to stop them for three or four yards, and that's all they needed. Patrick Woody comes in on defense right now for the Indians. 9-17 and running here in regulation. Raiders going from right to left here in this quarter, away from the field house. Indians going from left to right towards the field house. First down, 10 yards to go. Ball to 47 of the Indians. Counter play again, give off to to Wall. Wall got about a yard before he was met by a host of purple jerseys. That time, that time they diagnosed it well. Joe, score for you. Jefferson leading their ball game at Harris County at 35 to 12. They wanted a flag on the big man on the far side over that time. I think that was uh, 65 Gross, who basically put a Indian player on his backside about five, ten yards down in front of everything, and they wanted to play. The referee came running in there telling them to chill out, I think. Second down nine. That's a, that's a legit block as long as yep. you're just blocking head up. 47, where the ball is. Hand off to Smalls, trying to go around the far side. A lot of purple jerseys and white jerseys all gummed up in there together. It's about four. It'll be third down and four now after the play. Well, you got to figure with a seven-point lead and on their side of the 50, this is four-down territory for the Raiders. Fourth quarter at College Park, 17-13, Gainesville on top of Woodward Academy. How about that one? Wow, close game. Third down. About, it's going to be a long four for the first down. I know I've said it before, guys, but hunker down. Thomas hands off to Small, trying to go around the far side. Going to be stopped. Short, I believe. Did he fall forward? He did. Oh, doggone. Yeah, he scored it out of the pile. I thought he was down. I thought he was down at the 40, and all of a sudden you saw this white, this red helmet go forward, and he got about three yards and got the first down. I didn't think he was even close to the first down until they spotted the ball. 7.33, got the first down now. 
Now you're definitely in four-down territory if you're the Indian uh, oh, yeah. uh, Raiders. For sure. First down ball is at the 36. See what they can do right here. Go on defense. The big purple machine needs to come up and do some handoff on the far side. Flag behind him. They're going to stop Carson Taylor. First time they've handed it to him tonight or in a while. Anyway, they stopped for a yard loss, but we got a penalty as the white hat threw it. Be a hold again. It depends on what the penalty is and how much it is. He comes trotting. He's going to come all the way over here and talk to Keith Webb about that one, folks. See what he's got. Yes. Uh, let's see. You don't see that much, but I kind of like the, what the referees are doing here tonight. Is they're, they're explaining it to the coaches to let them know what they've got. Well, I think they've done a good job of mm-hmm. calling this game. There hasn't it, been a whole lot of penalties to you through. The illegal shift is declined, so they're going to take the play. Yeah, that's what you're going to do because yep. you got you, you got a lock on the play. Yep. And and you only and gain you only gain another say three yards on right. the on the penalty plus you give them another down to work with. Right. Exactly. Second down and eleven now. Long, short 11, long 10. Second down, three wide outs. Thomas hands off to Small. Small's hitting the backfield, but keeps his legs going, spins around at the 35, down to the 32. So he picked up about one, two, three, four, maybe five yards on the carry. It'll be second down and six. Yeah. Third down and six, excuse me. Third down and six. Huge, huge play here. But, again, four-down territory if you're the Raiders. Oh, yeah. Offense for Savannah Christian looks over to the side. 640 on the clock. 28-21 your score. Savannah Christian with the lead. One guy wide on this side. Quarterback Thomas up under. Little hands off to number one. He gets away from everybody at the twin. Five. Goes in, touchdown. Oh. That was little one, Jaden Miles that time, Gary, that squirted in there on that little counter and was able to get away at the 20 and go on in for the touchdown. They've stopped the counter only once or twice all night long, and that time they gave it to a different back, mm-hmm. which might have confused the secondary a little bit. It's a 32-yard touchdown for the Raiders, and now the clock is not your friend. Nope. It is not for sure. That is a, if you're the Indians. Yep. 34-21 as Ethan Bird will try to attempt the extra point. Hole, his kick is up, and it's going to be barely over a little popover. It's good, 35-21 with 6.22 in raining. And we're back in one minute for Nalonica. This is Lumpkin County Playoff Football on 97.5 Glory FM. The gas man at Mills Fuel Service is ready to take care of all of your propane gas needs. You can heat your water, dry your clothes, and cook your meals with clean, economical, dependable propane gas from Mills Fuel Service. Call 770-887-5235. 770-887-5235. And they have two great locations to serve you. They're in Cumming and in Dahlonega at Mills Fuel Service. Stringer Insurance congratulates the Lumpkin County football team for their historic season. Stringer Insurance offers a wide range of auto, personal, and business insurance services and plans. If you are unsure of your coverage needs, don't worry. They offer free consultation. They have two convenient locations to serve you in Dahlonega and Gainesville. Go to their website, stringerinsuranceagency.com. Providing dependable personal insurance since 1931, Stringer Insurance says... Go Indians. Got to go now. Down by two scores here in the fourth quarter. Kind of have to go in a hurry, too. It's 622 remaining. They're down two touchdowns. 
Well, you do have all three of your timeouts left yet. So mm-hmm. You do? That's one bright spot. Cheat them. got to do something this drive. High pop-up will come down at the 14, 15-yard line. In a hurry as Matthews got tripped up. Doggone, he had a little alley on the far side, and he got tripped up to 32. Yeah, and the, guy, the guy that just scored the touchdown, Joe, yep. made the tackle on the kicker. Now, Jaden Miles came up and made the tackle. Ball is going to be placed down at the 36-yard line, I believe, 35. Let's see where they mark it. Yeah, right to 35. Bad news for the Commerce folks that they are beaten and they are done for the season. Commerce loses to Ryan County 24 to 16. Wow. Carver Carver beats Monroe area 18 to 14. Um, Elbert County goes down to defeat the Swainsboro 34-28. They came back and won that one late in the game. Calvary Day up on Wesley in 28-21. Indians line up. They had two wide outs. They hand off to Sullen. Sullen's trying to drag a guy. Gets out to about the 39. Give him four yards. Second down. Six. Gainesville by seven. 17 to 10 is what I have. Uh, had the Calvary Day score. Uh, Irwin County uh, losing to Prince Avenue. And Brooks County still beating Braben County. Buford finally comes back and winning 14 to 13. And North Oconee getting drilled by two touchdowns. Hands off to Sullen. Sullen's trying to go. He gets across the 40, out to about the 41. Picked up maybe a yard and a half or two. Second down, four now. Third down, four, pardon me. Yeah, 55, Reed Penrose in on a couple of tackles. They list him at 123 pounds. That, that may be a little bit of exaggeration, but not much, guys. Look at him. He's he's 5'9", they say. and He's dinky. <laughs> dinky. But he's hit, he hits you hard. Play clock just getting going out there, so they got plenty of time to waste. But you know they don't have a lot of time; they'll have to get it, score, and then go. Cal Faulkner claps the hands, gets the ball, fakes, stands it, throws it, and knocked it down. down right there. One of those big defensive linemen sticks a paw up and knocks it down. I, I couldn't see it was either 18 or 95. They're both really, really tall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Intended receiver was going to be Luke Evans. I believe he might have been open on that little slant, four for four for the but it didn't happen. They'll have to go for it right here, obviously. LaDamian Guyton at 6'3", and Elijah Griffith. They, they both might have got a hand on it. Yeah, this is this is your ball season. game. Fourth down as the Indians look over with 15 on the play clock, getting their play. Raiders asking their crowd to get up and cheer for the defense. And look across. Cal takes the snap. Looking, rolls out, lots of guys coming. Throws a pop up in the middle. They're coming back, and it falls short. And that will go over on downs to the Raiders. That was what our buddy Ron Poole calls the jailbreak blitz. Yep. They brought everybody, including one of the cheerleaders. Yep, they brought everybody, and she was probably an eligible tackler on that team. And that may be it. And 508 now in the regulation. Faulkner had to. Had to drop back and throw up this rainbow wounded duck looking thing. Yep. And that was just, no, but he had no choice. He had, he had five guys in his face. Yep. That was a great defensive call by the Raiders. You just got to give, you got to tip your helmet to him right there. That was a great defensive call. FCA scoreboard. Your Jefferson Dragons, Gary, are up 35 to 12 over Harris County. How about, the, how about them scaly dragons? Yep. In the final four, looks like. Yep. Indians come out by the Raiders. One wide out. Thomas under center. Guy in motion. Going to hand off to the guy coming this direction. That's number 11. He's Wall, gone. Wall is gone. He busted through. 
and will get the touchdown easily down for the next score for the Raiders. That's 41 yards. So the season will come to a close tonight for the Indians on their home field in Dahlonega. But what a season. Wow. Unbelievable. They cut it, came back, cut it to seven on that opening drive of the second half. Got the turnover that we were asking for and just couldn't capitalize on that one. That was uh, that was huge. And Woodward Academy just taking the lead on Gainesville late in the fourth quarter. How about that? Bird to attempt the extra point. Well, I'm going to tell you, when they didn't get that fourth down, that took all the wind out of them. Yep. Bird's kick is up, and it is good, 42-21. Excuse <laughs> me, back with the kick off in one minute. Live in Delonigo, 97.5, Glory FM. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org. Org slash black and blue. You took your hat to Savannah Christian, but now you got to finish strong. Got to finish strong. Caden Cheatham to kick it off for the Raiders, and he does. Little plunk kick down through there. It's going to roll out of bounds, I do believe. Yes, it does. Went around the 17 or 14 yard line, excuse me. By the way, that was um, Joe, that was Kenry Wall's third touchdown of the night. He mm-hmm. had one earlier at 10 and had scored from the five and then scored. Now from the 41, Smalls, let's see, two touchdowns tonight, I think. Then in Colum- uh, College Park, I should say, 2.31 to go in the game. Woodward Academy has just scored. They now lead Gainesville 20-17. to 17. And you mentioned Smalls and you mentioned, mentioned Wall. Both those guys are juniors. And Thomas, the quarterback, is just a sophomore. Well, let's look at Mason Sullins. You know, you've got a 2,000-yard back. Surely somebody's going to give you a look. Oh, I would think you you, you got you got to if I'm if I'm if I'm a coach anywhere I'm like hey what about the Sullins kid because he can play first down and ten balls at the thirty five Faulkner back to pass not a big rush but now they're coming on him he's got to go the other way he's being pressured he's got to look he throws it late and it's going to be incomplete out of bounds but he just had to run for his life and he and the defender over there big number seventy six it looks like just kind of patting each other on the helmet saying good job bugging. For sure. These seniors for Lumpkin County, they've kind of turned the culture around for the Indians. I'll say that, Michael. They're 449 remaining here. Yeah, they have. Harper, Davenport, Mason Maiden, Mald- uh, yeah, Maiden, Luke Evans, Andrew Ross as they come up. First, second down now. Hands off to Sullen. Sullen's going to cut across at the 35, to the 40, the 45, the 50, the 45, the 40, and runs out of bounds. A little bit of life right there by, by the Indians. Well, yep, not done yet. Yep, it's 15, 25, almost 26 yards on the run. Come on down here, Ryan Steele, Daniel Walters, 
Will Wood, Preston Cox are seniors. Hayden Gilbert, they'll line it up again. First at the 39, first down and 10 for the Indians, 442. Back to pass, everybody's coming, wow. They're going to sack him back on the other side of the 50 at the 44. They brought four guys that time. And big number 18, it looked like, got the tackle, LaDamian Guyton. Well, and David Busey, number nine, another one of their seniors, also with a lot of pressure, and he, I think he might have been the one that finally A minute 34 in Commerce Park. Gangles just got intercepted, backs to right through an interception. The season may be over. Ooh, for the Red Elephants. How about that? Come on down here to the other seniors. Mason Sullins, of course, a senior. Dakota Bennett. Nate Gilliland, a senior. Will Staples, a senior. He's in the top ten in the in state in 3A and scoring. He got hit that time by one of the, that other big lineman, big number 95, Elijah Griffin. Wow, knocked him back another few yards. It's third down and forever, as Munson would say. Jalen Savoy. Uh, a senior, they, Lane McComan, a senior. Fernando Gutierrez, a senior. Uh, Will Souls, one of the linemen. Well, Trenton Brookshire, a lineman. And that's all your seniors, but that's a bunch of them. And Harper, or excuse me, Cal Faulkner has played his tail off again tonight, but he's just hard to, hard to play against them big boys up front, that's for sure. Cal straightens up, throws it over the top there, and he's guy that caught it on the far side, got hit immediately. And drop that was uh, looked to be Evans. So you got to remember, Cal was a reason seven triple A player of the year, and he'll be back next year. He's just a junior. Baker, yeah. Baker Woodward, the coach yeah, of the Raiders. Oh, here's what you do if you get the ball back here, and looks like you are on fourth down and what is it? Forever. Yeah. Fourth and a long way. Yep. Five ten. Uh, anyway, uh, it looks like you're gonna, Cal's going to punt. It looks like what. This is when you empty your bench if you're if you're the Raiders because you got your starters. Yep. The game is in hand. You don't want to get anybody hurt. Yeah, exactly. Mr. Cal plays offense, defense. He's the punter. Seven back. Nice catch over his shoulder by Wall. Wall's just going to take a knee right there to twenty. And that's where the Raiders will take it first and ten, with two thirty-two remaining. And Joe, the score. Buford still leading. 14-13 over Grayson in the fourth quarter. Defense sticking up for the for the mighty Wolves this evening. That, by the way, was about a 42-yard punt. How about that? He hit another one that was pretty good. He caught it over his shoulder a while ago. So that wall kid, kind of everything for uh, for the Raiders, isn't he, too, Gary? Yeah. First down at 10. Ball's right on the 20-yard line of the Raiders. Looks like uh, there's a few clean-looking shirts yep. there, but it's hard to tell on this turf, you know. Mm-hmm. Noah Stone, who hasn't been much on offense. He's that split out wide over here on near me. And got a guy, Taylor, in motion. Goes to the far side, breaks across the 20 uh, to about the 24. I think I saw a – no, no, he didn't stop it. I thought he was going to say a flag, but there was no flag. The clock's going to keep going. Joe just had heard that interception I told you about was not Baxter. He got hurt in the first – Half, get this with a bad knee. Oh, no. Well, that, there may be the story of the game yep. right there. That's right. Wow. He got, he got five. Second down, five yards to go, 203. 120 seconds now. Man, I remember Deshaun Watson's last game back 10 years ago when he got injured. Yep. That sucker. Second down, five to go. One wide out, Blaze Thomas up behind center. And hand off to the up back small. Small tried to cut it inside and gets, oh, he's carrying a guy. 
down across the 30 to the 33. Those and now we've got a timeout, I think. I'll get this too. Gavin Hall it. got injured too. Ooh-wee. It's one that, night for the Big Red. That'll hurt you every night. Every name one it, Gary, when you have, have two of your studs go out there and get hurt. Yeah, Michael Nichols on that last play. So right, and who, who Mike? Gavin Hall. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that, that's kind of the story of the game right there, mm-hmm. wouldn't you think? Wow. Yep. Well, here's the deal now. You know, it's you got 90 seconds left in the game, and you don't really need to do anything else. Right. If you're the Raiders, and uh, Lumpkin County's not going to stop the game. Well, yeah, you exactly. Know, I, you know, uh, Thomas has done a really good job of just managing the game tonight. He's done uh, – he's he's mixed up the run and the pass as the quarterback in there, and he's gone from behind the on the center, uh, under center to the shotgun. I mean, they've just done a really good job of mixing up their play calling tonight, and there's a timeout. Timeout by the Raiders on the far side. The um, one thing that I've noticed about uh, Thomas, Blaze Thomas, the quarterback, who is just a sophomore, I'll add again, he uh, uh, he's probably been under center more than the whole season we've seen from all the quarterbacks yes. we've seen. Yeah, yeah. He's man. done a really good job with that little counter play that they run, not knowing who you're going to hand it to because he's got like four guys he's handed it to tonight. He turns around. He does almost a 360, mm-hmm. it looks like. Mm-hmm. And and so you don't know who's going to get the ball. Yep. The guys, you look at the argument again, public school versus private school here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, as I was chatting with, with uh, some folks there earlier, you know, the, we always talk about where kids want to go. And if you've got a good program established like Savannah Christian's had for a long time or Calvary Day or, you know, Woodward Academy, those places, kids want to go, hey, if I'm a pretty good football player, hey, Dad, Mom, we need to move where I can play for Woodward Academy. Can we do that? You know, and that, that's what a lot of them will do, and they'll get there, and they get noticed. They can go on and play some some college ball. Well, and, and some public schools get that input, too. Now yep. they're going to go into the victory formation. Yep, they are. Two wide outs, but they're split in. Take the knee right there. Good sportsmanship by Coach Woodward. Quarterback plays Thomas take the knee. 68 seconds remaining. That'll be second down and 11 now. Coach Webb not going to take a timeout, going to let the clock run. They'll have to snap it uh, one more time for sure, I believe. Yeah, and and this is to their advantage now, guys, in that victory formation because they're under center. Yeah. And they just got everybody around their quarterback. Mm-hmm. They don't need to worry about him fumbling. In fact, they haven't fumbled all night, have they? No, just that one time when 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 uh, the Lumpkin recovered it down there. Well, I mean, from the center quarterback. Oh, not from center quarterback. No, no yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. They did have that one fumble. It's now a final. Woodward Academy is defeated Gainesville 20 to 17. How about that? Takes the knee right there, and that'll be the end of your ball game. Is well, we've got 26 seconds left, but that'll basically end your ball game. And what a season by the Lumpkin County Indians, Mike and Gary. A, a storied season, one for the one for the record books, the ages. Something that these guys can can really, really, hopefully push to uh, have a lot of these youngsters come on through and play some ball for them. And who leads them out? Cal, Cal Faulkner and Mason Sullins leading the troops to shake hands across the way. Yeah, a lot of sportsmanship here on the field and, and the guys when the uh, the final horn just sounded and but even before that you saw the guys really just patting each other i mean from both teams only like good game hard fought savannah pulled away there in the end you could hear jim stewart say 19 seniors on this 2023 indian team which they'll talk about for years and years to come for sure they'll be talking about them forever and these, the little well, kids now will be saying, hey, you remember Mason? You remember Cal? You know, all these guys, yep. You, you remember your first one, your first That's region champ. That's exactly right. First uh, first Elite Eight. Yep. It's the things to be proud of if you're a, 
a Lumpkin County Indian here. For sure, for sure. Let's see if we can get a little something with Heath Webb. We don't we'll bug him too much, but we'll see if we can. Just I think he just spun around and got on the other side. I went through the, yep, let me get back through the line here. Excuse me, guys. The biggest thing is congratulate him in his second <laughs> season as head coach here. What a turnaround he has made here. Oh, remember, yeah. Remember, these guys went 0-10. The seniors went 0-10 their first year as a freshman. Mm-hmm. And here they go 12-1 and to end their high school careers playing football at Lumpkin County. I think he wants to maybe say something to the kids first. Sure. We'll, we'll see. And what a turnaround. The fans, I see some of you making your way yeah. down to the field. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that athletic director Steve Horton. You go. We'll, we'll shadow him a little okay. bit and see what he's got to say to the kids. I love it, Jim Sears. Of course, it's against the HSA rules. He said, I think Steve Horton and Billy Kirk some of them here. Down Give to the them field. a hug. <laughs> well, he's got to be tickled pink and proud as he can be of these kids and his line as they finish up shaking hands with these guys. And, you know, uh, a guy that wasn't even kicking two years ago, Will Staples, and I know his family's got to be beaming from year to year. You know, he finished in the top 15 in the, in the state in AAA in scoring this year with, uh, you know, 50, what, uh, 51 or 50 extra points. Here we and, go, guys. Uh, okay. Goes Heath Webb. Joining Gary Glenn down the field. All right, we're in the huddle. He's always still talking to him right now. Okay. So, again, the final score was Savannah Christian 42, Lumpkin uh, County 21. Sad because... This group, this super, super special group, as it is, this unit won't be together again. And that's what makes it sad. Um, proud of the way you compete, just like always, man. Um, what you've done, what we've done together with this thing is something that people said couldn't be done. And we did. And you should walk out of here with your head held high. Proud of what we accomplished. Knowing that you've got a group of coaches that love you dearly. And will always be here for you. No matter how much we ride your butts, how tough we are on you. I can promise you this. A group of men love you very much. And that's what it's all about. Be sad that it's over. Not sad that you lost. You hear me? <laughs> love you, man. Proud of you. Over on three. One, two, three. Over. Ladies and gentlemen. Well, coach, you, you said it to your team. This is something they'll always remember. Region champs, Elite Eight, something the program had never done before. So, I mean, I know it hurts now, but in a couple of days, you think they're going to think back and kind of remember what they did? I think they look back and have fond memories once the, the, the hurt up tonight kind of wears off. Um, you know, special group of people um, that, uh, you know, don't don't want it to come to an end. You right. get you get this so players, coaches, trainers, managers, everybody is so crucial to the, the, the organization and you just don't want that group to break up and that's that's what that's what hurts more than anything right now. 
on the game, uh, you, you got close. Yeah. You, got close. You, you never took the lead, but you got close a time or two. Then they did, they had a lot of speed, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, that's a, that's a super fast football team. Um, yeah, no doubt. And, and, and all over the place, offense, defense, just speed all over the place. And uh, uh, unlike anything we've seen, uh, obviously. Um, but uh, they've got a good football team, and, uh, you know, I'm sure they'll – you know they'll they'll be in the thick of it as this thing continues, but uh, you know just still proud of the way we competed. What do you want to say about your seniors? Oh gosh, um, a group of kids that were 0 and 10 as freshmen. How about that? 0 and 10 as freshmen, and to finish their senior year 12 and 1 is pretty special. It says a lot about their resiliency, a lot about the way they compete, and the way they fight, uh, how coachable they are. Um, and the mark that they've left on the program is is something special, and something to build on. No doubt, no doubt. They they're leaving a legacy that uh, you know that will stick with this program for a long time. And what do you want to say to these fans? Yeah. Oh, just uh, the fans here in this community are tremendous and uh, support us, uh, and I know they'll continue to do so. Um, super thankful for a community like this. Coach, we appreciate your cooperation. Thank you very much. Thank Good you. luck to you in the future. Appreciate it. Thank All right. You happy holidays. Merry Christmas yes, to you sir. as well. All right. There you go, guys. He, uh, they, and it, it kind of summed it up. There's the legacy there and a lot to build on for the future here in Lumpkin County. Absolutely. And we got more for you. We'll wrap things up in two minutes here on 97.5 Glory FM. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. The Georgia High School Association is a voluntary nonprofit organization composed of over 450 public and private high schools. The GHSA administers regulations for region and state competition in 19 sports and two activities. Founded in 1908, the GHSA strives to promote good sportsmanship, participant safety, and fair play among its member schools. For more information, visit ghsa.net. Opportunities are often found in the most unexpected places. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. After 48 years in business, we've seen a lot of opportunities along with some pretty big challenges. Sometimes they're one and the same. If you have an opportunity for a new business partner or a current challenge in your office, turn to us at Duplicating Products. We'll do everything possible to deliver the best solution and an honest partnership. Call us at 770-532-9932. And see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Hey, it's Coach Mark Richt here. Everyone knows defense wins championships. And if you're not using EMC security to defend your home and family, you need to step up your game. They're who I use for home security and cameras, and you should too. I've scouted them all, and there's no better choice. With EMC Security's no contract and local service, they are a clear number one. So give them a call or visit them online at emcsecurity.com. That's emcsecurity.com. And back here in the Lonega, one more time, you hear the song Delonica being played in the background here at the burial grounds. 
at Cottrell Field. And, boy, tell me the memories you're going to have here, Joe, just the three games we have seen here and go back to our relationship with Heath Webb from Winderbara to Gainesville to here. This man has fallen in love with this community. He has, and, and the community has fallen in love with him. I mean, Absolutely. You, you heard him right there say 0-10 is freshman, and in four years they go to the state playoffs twice. They finish 12-1, make the Elite Eight this year. You know, they, they're, well, they're 20-something in two or 20-something in three the last, the last couple of years. Just amazing work by these guys, the effort. He's got a good stable of young guys. Now, he's losing 19 fabulous seniors for sure. Uh, and, you know, just like any t- team that's senior-laden, it's going to hurt. And, yeah, they may take their lumps next year, but I think he's got a good group to build with, and he's got a lot of young guys, as I mentioned earlier, from the feeder program coming up. I think he'll be okay next year because they're in the new region – Seven AAA yep. from that standpoint, yep. and it's going to be it'll be region six AAA. They're going to call it, yeah. and you're going to have Lumpkin County, Dawson County, and White County. You're going to have Pickens. Then you're going to have North Hall and Chesity and Johnson and Greater Atlanta Christian will be the. Of course, GAC is going to be the team everybody beat, but they can't play for a region championship. So it's okay. It's going to be the public schools getting a region championship. They still got to determine with GHS what they're going to do. But I think it'll be okay next year. I, you know, and you may be, be may be right there, Mike, with the guys that got back and now everybody understanding the system that Coach Webb's got in place. The young guys and Gary's talked about with the JV team and the middle school team that's coming up. They're doing nothing but winning. So all those guys are going to continue to learn the system and grow and do better. But if you love it though, look at just the proximity of the schools. They've got North Hall and Chesapeake, oh, yeah. oh, Dawson yeah. County, and White County. Pickens is not far away. Right. You can even deal with Johnson, you know, but, you know, then we'll worry about GAC later on, but I think things are really good right now at, at Lumpkin County. I think it's a good situation that they're in because you're looking, you know, where your travel has been, you know, anywhere from 30 minutes to two hours, two and a half hours. Now everything is basically within an hour, hour and 20 minutes of, uh, of your home stadium. And you and saw the crowd here we had tonight. You may see that next year in all these region games. You, you may, and honestly, when they play against these teams that are so close, you know that North Hall Lumpkin is going to have a big crowd. White County and, and Lumpkin is going to have a big crowd. It, White and Dawson. And, uh, they're all going to have big crowds. Yes. I, and I look for us to have some really good games next year. Yes. Mm-hmm. Looking forward so to it for this. It'll be, it'll be fun doing it. I, I've enjoyed working again, obviously, with you guys this year. We've had been able to carry the Lumpkin you know, the last three weeks in the playoffs, we had some good games during the season, had North Hall, and, and we just had some good good football this and year. we got one more to go, too. Yeah, we do. We've got the FCA game coming up on the 14th of December. That'll be the East-West or yeah, the East West game, and we'll carry that one for you on the 14th from Lakeview Academy. Yep, coming tomorrow here on 97.5 Gloria FM. College football starting at 1.30 with the Panther pregame show as Georgia State plays Old Dominion for Norfolk, Virginia. Dave Cohen Harper Lavelle bring you the play-by-play. Then Monday night college basketball from Dahlonega as the University of North Georgia women will play host to Catawba coming up at 6 p.m. We'll have the play-by-play from the Nighthawk Sports Network with Craig Corbin and Lee Glenn. Then Tuesday night high school basketball with Joe and I as we'll be at North Hall as Jefferson takes on North Hall. Then next Friday night, Joe will be working with a different partner. I'll be in Tampa listening to the game as it will be North Hall and North Oconee Next Friday here on 97.5 Glory FM. Special thanks to our Lumpkin County sponsors, Bill Mills at Mills Fuel Service, Steve Stringer at Stringer Insurance Agency. Thanks to them for being a part of our broadcast of Lumpkin County football. It's been a great season. They finished 12-1. Savannah Christian will now head to Columbus. They'll take on Carver next Friday night in the semifinals of the Class AAA State Football Playoffs. Final score once again. 
with Savannah Christian, 42. In Lumpkin County, 21 for the entire sports team. At 97.5 Glory FM, for producer Nathan Landy, back in our studios in Gainesville, for Gary Glenn and for Joe Gailey, I'm Mike Morford. You've been tuned to high school football on 97.5 Glory FM. Good night, everybody. This has been Friday Night Football in North Georgia. Tonight's game is brought to you by Conditioned Air Systems, NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine, Duplicating Products, Riverside Pharmacy, EMC Security, Siphon Logistics, and by Autry's Ace Hardware. Join us next week for more great football action on Friday Night Football in North Georgia. This has been a sports presentation of 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ Radio.